last time on The Empire's Edge. It goes right up over the wall. We have time before he's awake again, but we need to take this one out quick. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we may have found our prize. Somebody's, somebody's coming up the path. You see that it is Michael. Does he look happy to see us? Oh man, if the leaves are in Sarntar Azul, we almost had the leaves. We just like walked right past them. <laughs> is that what you just said? Yeah. Yeah. Because the first time we saw said- Michael was at Sarntar Azul, right? Right. This, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob Treadstone, I grant you perpetual ownership of Roth House. And then he turns to you, Zelen, and he says that in recognition, I grant you what had been one of my many hunting lodges, the lodge at Ogden Vale. And he turns to you, Boris, and he says, I, I can't imagine you spending much time in Karn Keldley. I think perhaps a mark of favor. I've been thinking about how you described the Arngolian steel as dormant since you said it that way. What I was thinking about was using the ceremony spell as kind of a ritual catalyst for that. I was that. like, using you ceremony? You know, well, that, I don't know. Uh, that's <laughs> kind of my, this is what I'm rationalizing. This is called, this is called bargaining <laughs> yeah. with the DM. Like, yeah, so like, I will give you these things I have for this really cool thing that I want. Right. Yeah, yeah I have no idea what this will result in. I don't know if it'll work. I don't know where you're planning it to wake up. The dragon moves in from the periphery of that bunker, and it's like it's spiraling closer toward all of you until where it's as though you are inside the area of that dragon itself. There is a shaft of light that goes up, and for a moment, the ceiling itself looks transparent. It looks it's clear, and you're seeing right through Ark Palace above you. And then everything goes dim and grows quiet, but the hammer still has a holy glow. The glow of the hammer recedes until it's just itself again. There are people that are on the periphery, you know, way out there doing different work that apparently they stopped, turned, you hear some, oh, wow, what's going on over there? So whatever that light was, it wasn't just something that the three of you saw in this place. It, it definitely impacted the area around it. But you're all staying there still and quiet now. I'm going to gauge, I'm going to do a religion check to gauge the hammer and why not the arrows? I was going to say, is like, yeah, are the arrows also slightly glowing going yeah, back right. to their normal form? <laughs> Uh, that's total is 17 on a religion check. Uh, yeah, you definitely know a few things about it. You believe that this hammer functions the same way that a holy avenger would function. Oh, wow. That it is now a superior religious artifact yeah. and weapon. <laughs> what about me? Uh, <laughs> yeah, the- Well, not me. What about the arrows? <laughs> yeah, the Algorian arrow, Even though they weren't- You are in, as you were. Your arrows, however. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't imbued with that, that stone from the throne of Endara the same way, you know, that it's attached to it, but they will, when you use a spell slot, will function with the blessed spell. Oh, no. Okay, so I can, I, I fire the arrow and- You yeah, bless it as you fire it? Yeah, oh, cool. Bless okay. as you fire it, right. Now, bless, and can I choose after I uh, roll the die or do I have to do that at the same uh, time? I think you have to do it at the same time. Okay, you're well, just adding a d40 attack. Hey, you can double check that to make sure. Something yeah. to use my spell slots on. Yeah, yeah, right. All right, I like it. So, what are you going to go and hit with the hammer? Because obviously, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Everything from now on, based on the stats, uh, preferably a fiend or an undead to capitalize on that extra two d10 radiant. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyone approaching us since the flash of light? No, people that saw you down there knew that you went there, and I think they'd wait for you guys to come down from this this dragon shrine. Yep. Yeah, uh, I don't have any more business here. Uh, no, not not in this particular location. Yeah. I All have right, very so. little business in uh, Karn Keldley in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. guess with that, it is a case where it's about time for you guys to leave the city. Well, I yeah. did promise um, uh, Mr. Sage that we would re-bless the Druid Circle here so he could restart it and we could connect it to the other to the Weldon Druid Circle. Okay, well, let's but. assume then that everyone's gone back up above ground that you move through that part of the city and, and things do seem as though they're a little more shut down again that um, actually go ahead and either uh, narrate how you're going to be talking to the different contacts you have to gather information or make an investigation role and see what things you can pick up about just the, the tenor of the city right now. Uh, 16 on either an insight or an investigation. Okay. Gotcha. My insight Because my wisdom's dropped by one, so I don't have the, the uh, plus three in it anymore. And mm. my insight investigation are rather low, so I'm going to go with my ability to describe what I'm going to do and narrate it rather yeah, than go. roll a die. Go for it. Um, I, I want to go and I'm going to, before we leave, uh, hit up the steel cloud uh, using them as my greatest resource, quite obviously, to try and 
get a few things accomplished, but also make it to where maybe not getting the information right this second, but establishing a network that'll make it a lot easier to get information later and kind of keep that, for lack of a better term, like spy network. All right. So then who are you going to, to initiate this? Is this going to be a, a Carl Woodvane thing when you're back at your house, at the uh, Roth house? I think your house. Yeah, I know. Welcome to my house. Are we... Are, are, do we want to go to? Yeah, do in we want to go to of my street? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we want to go to um, uh, uh, Silk and get the items back from him first, or uh, do we want to go back to? I'd rather retrieve those on departure. Okay, I would so agree. Let then him there. we'll head straight to Rothhouse, and I'll be talking to Carl about this. Okay, about setting that up. So, as you're as you're talking to him, I, I would think that would be just the two of you in the room, and you voice it. Go ahead and say it again. How would you open this up? Because the organization has existed for a long time. Yeah. And um, you're wanting to make what sounds like particular changes to yeah, it or I, modifications. I'm, I'm wanting them to, um, uh, talking to Carl, like I want to see if there's a way to have the Steel Cloud step in and fill that uh, void that has been created since the Zarex have been uh, outcast, been found out. And we create maybe some... Um, auxiliary network that functions like the Peace Corps that they had set up without being an evil entity outright. Okay, so make it a, uh, a persuasion roll. That'd be the best way to start. Okay. Do I have any sort of additional bonuses? Because... No, just the norms. Okay. Persuasion. Uh, only a nine. He does not look convinced with this and says, Jacob. Zrak infiltrators. Stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> I could bring this before Bolt and Larkin Silk and some others that you've not been introduced to yet, but I'm not sure how much they'd want to risk exposing the organization to a network that has you know, less I wouldn't oversight. want this to be, you know, advertising and, and publishing the name of the Steel Cloud, creating some separate entity that we control that is, give it another name that is our way of, of is the outward face, is the front of the network without having any trails that lead directly back to us. Oh, so it, I understand that. I think that, so if we were just to call this, you know, the, I don't know. Golden the, Arrow. Yeah, the Oak Forest, yeah, whatever Oak it is. Oak Forest, yeah. That, uh, that there's no known affiliation. All right, that makes more sense then. All right, I'll bring this to them. I think that that could have some merit, particularly, and so without you making the role yeah. <laughs> before, he says that things are going poorly for the Zrek that are here. Mm -hmm. Now we know that there's two levels of Zrek, and the ones that are acting as, you know, re reinforcements to the, the various um, organizations in the city that they are being ousted from their positions. Now, the other group, the one that is much more combative, it seems to be their true leadership group, uh, they are settling in. They're trying to to entrench themselves, and it could be a very, very difficult fight here. Those but, are going to be the harder ones to weed out for sure. But I do think that, that taking over those positions, bring that before Baron Fleetwood, this could be the, the exact time to have something in place that he wouldn't have to worry about threatening his power structure. Absolutely. All right, I'll, I'll take this to the others, and uh, I'll meet you. Well, I would imagine that you're all departing soon. How much longer are you in the city before you continue whatever your quest and mission is? Uh, I, I can't speak on behalf of my companions, but I think within the week, if not this weekend. All right, well then, when you're home again this evening, I'll, I'll let you know what I found out. Thank you. And he goes off immediately to, to pursue that. Yay! All right, so yeah, we can just play this for a little bit, that you each have different things you want to do or pursue as you're tying up ends in the city, that uh, if we do hold to what Jacob just uh, suggested, that you want to be out by the end of the week or so. Yeah. Then, yeah, I don't think there's any reason. Um, I mean, I don't think we want to get pulled into battling the Zrex. They can take care of that part themselves. They are taking care of that. Yeah. Right, I'm, exactly. I'm betting that tightening of martial law is him taking care of the Zrex right now. Yeah. Um, and also, we kind of have a delivery to make. Yeah. My, yeah. Yeah, my to-do list is really just kind of two things. One is checking up with the uh, ambassador who I am allegedly part of the honor guard for <laughs> uh, and seeing what his timetable is because he might have been ready to go like four days ago and I've just been, you know, messing around in the city. <laughs> or he's like, oh, no, we're still in negotiations. It'll be another month and a half. Okay. So then you're heading up to Arc Palace. Yeah, that'd be the principal one. Then depending upon his timetable, uh, seeing the Volkovs and, you know, just kind of you know, saying goodbye. Okay, so that when you're admitted to uh, Ark Palace, and it does sound as though you guys are moving independently of each other as you're doing these things, the city feels very safe right now. 
there is this undercurrent of tension. I feel very safe. Because you feel very safe. Very most few people could try and arrest me again. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a tough one. But when you get to the the palace itself, uh, I would guess you'd go to. Um, I have to find his name again myself. Uh, but the secretary to yeah, the, Baron the Fleetwood. Steward, yeah, and you're asking for what was his name? Vedran Yanovich, I think. Sounds right. That um, <laughs> sounds a lot better than anything I would have the, made up. Yeah, the one guy, the name, the guy we named like once. Yeah, that on the on the trip down here to Karn Kelly all that time ago, and seven years. Then you like are in game time. Uh, three weeks. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, sixteen days. Yeah. How many? How many months ago was that? Uh, but you are escorted uh, through a series of apartments and offices, and then you are taken there. And when you walk in, it's the same guy. He looks as as dour as ever, mm -hmm. like he was just been like like sucking on a lemon or something. Yeah. Um, and um, we he, have lemons in this region and yeah yeah um and he says baron congratulations i'm sorry that i couldn't greet you before it's quite all right uh please sit and i do what um, do i owe the honor of the visit the personal matters i needed to attend to in this city have concluded i as still the commander of your honor guard i wanted to ascertain your timetable before i arranged my own departure I was requested by Baron Fleetwood that uh, I wait upon you, which I thought very odd. But now I see that as political things have moved, why I'd be waiting on you instead of the other way around. I've concluded my work about a week and a half ago. So Excellent. I'm ready to depart at any point. Fantastic. Uh, plan for, say, three days from now. Uh, I'll, I'll work on that. It shouldn't take, uh, take that much time to set those up. And uh, he says, and uh, you, your plans? Uh, None your beeswax. Yeah. <laughs> are you heading back to Warland? Warland initially, taking... and then taking the Warland Road home. So, leaving this area altogether. Indeed. That could be best. Uh, I'm not sure what the climate would be like right now that, um, that Roderick Cutler, I think, is very jealous of his power. And uh, ever since the the assassination of his father, I, I don't know how well he'd receive a baron who was also, nominally speaking, one of his knights. I can imagine it would be a source of tension. <laughs> so I think... So much changing. I think he could anticipate some kind of a coup. Mm, yeah, very true. Not that I'd want such a thing. I have enough concerns with my own barony. My lord, people weak in their hold on power, only see people trying to take it. Indeed. Thus, I will make my stay in Warland as brief as I can manage. Go and roll an insight. I can see why the Baron sent him. This guy's good. Natural 20. Oh, very good. <laughs> Not that good. 22. So it looks as though he's waiting for you to ask him a question and that it's not come up to this point that you remember that everything that he came here for was to establish some kind of trade negotiations with Weldon, which you and you know, Jacob and uh, Zelen would have uh, a pretty keen interest in. And it, you believe he's waiting for you to ask him something about that. Yeah. Fair. I a little bit completely forgot. <laughs> I'm a little preoccupied. With, a lot going on. My yeah, plate's I'm, been very full. Yeah, and... I, Victor, am currently busy mentally drafting whoever's going to replace Boris. <laughs> and I'm wondering, though, is he in any way upset? Because we it's obvious that we were the ones that were getting into the trouble the entire time we're here. Everything that's happening wrong with this barony right now is because of us directly. Yeah, but we also fixed it. But also, like, yeah. the things are good, too. You're right, it has been. Yeah. But I wonder if Scott's like, this is who they sent me with? Really? You can only imagine that from his point of view, it has been a roller coaster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that it's been like, oh, yeah. no, they did what? Oh, and they oh, no, they did what? <laughs> yeah. It's just not every day. It? Okay, good. It's something else. It's something Does else. he have significantly more gray hair than last I saw? <laughs> <laughs> Does he still have hair? <laughs> but see, the coloration looks the same. There's just less of it. <laughs> And how have the negotiations gone? They've gone very well. Excellent. And it's one of the first occasions you've seen him smile at all. Am I creeped up by it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like it. showing teeth and everything. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Uh, you're going to do one of the divine senses to see if there's actually an undead in the room right now. I was genuinely about to ask, <laughs> how pointy are his teeth? <laughs> uh, side to side, not noticeably. Front to back, eh, probably pretty pointy. Um, but he says it's gone very, very well. 
that Baron Fleetwood and his negotiators have accepted very low tariffs on both raw materials and trade goods moving Marvelous. between Warland proper and Weldon through Arkland. And I suspect he's doing that because he expects to monopolize on trade, a new mm. source of income Indeed. that they'll probably want to sell many finished goods, trade goods to Weldon in particular, uh, if not to, uh, to, to Warland itself is, is just growing by leaps and bounds. It's incredible. Indeed. So I, I think that it works out the best for him, but it was a much, much, uh, much more in favor of Warland than what I would have anticipated. Excellent. I'm glad to hear my allies to the south will remain strong. That that is good to know, and he's a little taken aback by that. Like you to think about who who the allies are. Oh, us. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. when you mean the north, because uh, Arkland is a little south of. Uh, Warland, yeah, a little southwest. Yeah, but, but Norskin uh, is north Norskin of everybody. Is like north of everything, yeah. But as far as up in the yeah, Confederation, you north can go. of everything except the Arctic Circle. Yeah. So, um, three days, three days. I'll have things ready, and if it's uh, it's pushed back a day or three after that, just know that uh, my right. staff will be prepared. Fantastic. Thank okay. you. And I'll head out to say bye to the Volkovs. Okay, well, let's uh, switch over to Zelen yeah. and begin proceeding what she's doing right now. Yeah, so I'm going to just go and talk to Mr. Sage and also that uh, if I can contact her, the woman who we met at the um, archery contest, who when I recognized Mr. Sage, she said, oh, he needs to keep his privacy right now because... The old woman that may or may not be murdering Jacob. The yeah. creepy old lady that's like honestly probably my assassin. The famous yeah. old woman who secretly lives in your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her. To, to find her, you would have to go back down to Johan Street and to Larkin Silks. Oh, I was be hoping she was connected to Mr. Sage too. No, that no. Was, the only connection was that uh, they're both Steel Cloud. Oh. And so he was watching out for her. Yeah. She's probably by the well on Johan Street. Just walk she down She probably there. is, <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact. All right, so then I'm just going to go... She has a very pointy present for you. <laughs> I'm going to go talk to Mr. Sage and... And um, we're just going to talk through how to rededicate the circle and make sure that we know how to connect the circle here with the circle in Weldon. See if he needs any help, like determining who left in the city has juridic powers. And the other thing, I, I'm assuming it's just going to come up in our conversation is how the city is changing. Like it, how things are seeming to be kind of tightening up a little bit, where they seem to be tightening up, why... Um, I mean, we're just, we're old friends, so we're just going to have a chat. Well, the, the most important thing that he communicates to you is that there are more people coming forward that want to pursue this Druid-like practice, that apparently word has somehow come out from Shapanov's mission that whatever the religion was that was practiced in these parts a, a thousand or two thousand years ago is more like a Druidic practice than it is the Church of Arngol, which neither have been that strong here ever, but we're wondering this could be a resurgence of the Druidic powers, arts, and growth in circles. And then he invites you to leave the city and go out into the brim roar to find wild holly plants that are suitable of size to transplant and bring back and then replant the circle that's up in Garnsdale Park. And I'll definitely help him with that. And I'll also check out the keep that I was given um, because it could be useful for him. I'm not going to be in it very much, but it could be a useful meeting place for them and for him. Okay. And and I just want to make sure that he's already has it in his head that none of these people who are coming forward that want to be druids are people who are also connected with those wizards. Because, or the Zrek. Or the Zrek, that we don't want, we want this circle pure. We don't want any of that mess. I'll do my best to gauge their dedication and their honesty. But if we could, before you depart the city, review different potential applicants, acolytes, together, that, that could be much, much better. Absolutely. And just a small point, I think cottage or perhaps lodge would be, be a better description than keep okay. for the house at Ogden Vale. Yeah, whatever it's called. It's a it's a whole castle. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was one of his hunting so lodges. So one of the okay. things that I'm going to recommend is that... It's a nice house. It's that, not a castle. Um, ...that the people that... If he isn't 100% sure about the person, that I have detect thoughts ready, and we ask that person if um, they're comfortable with me using detect thoughts, because if they say no, well, that immediately tells us they're sneaky peekers. Good way to save and, some spell slots. Right, okay. and if they say yes, then I can just double check and make sure I understand what they're Motives may or may not be. And then arguably, by consenting to the spell, they don't get a saving throw because they're a willing target. 
Brew. Neener, neener. Just like, you know, <laughs> the uh, transmuter asking a, a knight if, do you want me to make you a sword? And then casting polymorph on him. Uh. <laughs> so let's go ahead, make a series of insights, and we'll use those as blankets against the uh, some of the people that are right here, just to, to do this in a very, a much more quick way. Oh, nice. Bigs. Okay. So, Bigs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, 26, um, 14, and uh, 16. I okay, mean, so I'm taking those as rolls for the day for a period of three days. Okay. That you're not just doing this all at once or at the same time. And there are a number of people that even when you get to the point where when they walk in, they sit down and they say, you ask, you know, would you mind if I use this spell? That most people are like, that'd be fine. I, I, I would, yeah, they're watching very intently. How does this work? Do your hands move this way? You say these words. But there have been a couple of people, they've said, oh no, I'd, I'd rather you don't do that. Let's just talk about what it takes to join this circle. And then we have what in my real world is called a five-minute meet and greet. Thank you so much for coming in today. I really appreciate your time. We'll get back to you. you pull the lever and they fall back in the battle <laughs> yeah. That um, And when they're gone, um, Beckett Reed actually says, I do believe a couple of those were wreck. That they, they are looking to either find work, find jobs, probably decent people. Uh, but they, they've burned a lot of their bridges working with that, that Zrek community. I wouldn't associate any Zrek as being a decent person. And at the end of those three days that there are uh, nearly 20 people that are potential candidates. Uh, and then when you in here in a private place again, uh, actually probably planting some of these uh, young hollies up there at Garnsdale Park into the circle, that he says, I am very excited that I'll begin working on initial spell casting. Into Garnsdale Park do. or Razia Park? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually realized that like last episode or the segment before that, we were talking about the door that went through. I actually said behind... Um, it was like, I think I, I didn't say the Razia Tower. I said Zalatis Tower. I said that they, they, they ran through the wall behind Zalatis Tower. And then like, you know, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> it stuck in the back of my head. But many people they can go through. And he is so encouraged that, that the, whole, the whole organization is potentially growing that well. Excellent. All right. So back to Jacob, I think. All the people you want to see say things do before you go? Uh, yes. I actually want to go track down uh, Bolt because... He was uh, someone I was also interested in, those um, apple tree wisps from Shapanov's mission. I know I talked to Reed, or at least I said that I talked to Reed about telling him that those trees were down there, if that was something he right. was interested in, trying to bring back that thought-lost uh, variety of apple tree. Oh, that's a good point, and I probably would have come up with Zellin a little bit ago, I'd forgotten about that, that he has at this point been down there, being one of the uh, the, the more elite people and a, a person that has a greater presence and influence in the city that he has gone down there to Shapanov's mission and has taken various samples of the trees themselves and actually spent uh, the better part of one of the days down there and does believe that he could bring that variety of tree back to this region. Oh, like, cool. He's very excited about doing just that. And uh, between, it would probably actually be talking to Tide at some point or another that when it comes to making arrows out of these, he remarks that it is so strange that these these pieces of wood, these wisps that shot up, like suckers they're often referred to too, they should have been dried and not atrophied, but too brittle. But there's still a certain amount of oil in the wood itself that they still retain all the qualities to make arrows out of them. Almost petrified, kind of? No, not like petrified. It's almost as though the, uh, the tree had some other quality to them or the land they grew in had some other quality and it's maintained their viability. Yeah. Oh, well, there Less you go. petrified, more preserved. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um... Would it make more sense, I guess, to have that conversation with Tide, or I guess because Bolt is the first one that came to my mind as far as just the, he is the best craftsman that I know of at this point. Right. So probably e either one, uh, Bolt can be a difficult person to find. So uh, good point. That, that when everything has died down, you haven't seen him as much. Um, where would you go to look for him or how would you try to contact him? Uh, it would be, Johan Tree would be the first one. I, I bet the person who had the best lead on him would be Silk. Asking him where I'd find him, I'm, and not trying to make it sound like a I got I got business to attend to. Not trying to be secretive. Letting Silk know I'm talking about the craft. I found these. Want to talk to him about making them into stuff? And he might be interested <laughs> in it too. Silk might you know, being a, a, a bowman yeah, himself. Pass me one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That he looks at them. He says, "This is very interesting." No, no. You hang on to these. Uh, I'll probably be able to 
acquire some that are still down there. I don't want to, to trim down yeah. your numbers, the dozen you already have. But, and he gives you a hand sign, something that you have been like practicing, studying. Yes. Um, and you know that this would be, in essence, the 12th sign. Wait, I only learned 11. <laughs> <laughs> Did I, have I learned these? Um, I know we, we talked we'll a little bit about that you are. Yeah, There's, there's okay. a, a series of different signs that the, the uh, steel cloud used to communicate certain information. And it's either done when they, they think they're alone, but they're concerned they're being observed or someone might be observing them. Or when the information even being spoken could be, you know, not recorded in, in our sense, but magically it could be. Um, found out. So he's giving you the symbol that you believe means uh, disband or no contact for a year. And my kind of understanding of that means Bolt is the one who we're like, we're... Right, because that's who you're talking about with, yeah. that, with that. Now, that sign, what? do I know that to mean, like, did he do something wrong or is he, like, undercover? Do I do I get that kind of kind of an understanding from it? Um, yes, the, the, the tone or the tenor of what he was saying or communicating with hand sign is that he himself has removed himself that mm. he needs to he, he needs to be gone for a while okay because he's made so much contact with so many people that he's got to maintain a certain uh, anonymity yeah I, I went right right to he got ousted for some reason yeah. <laughs> no no nothing well, like that I didn't even get to say goodbye but that's kind of the point I know I bet <laughs> okay well in in that case I I, I do. I share the information with him. I let him know exactly where I got him from. Um, maybe some uh, contact with uh, Beckett Reed would be beneficial uh, around these trees specifically. If there's more than just arrows that can be made with them, I'll say to it. I'll find out about that. But it is. It's an interesting source of um, of material. Uh, something that's so ancient from down there in the mission. And who knows what kinds of magics were working if they were practicing more of a druidic religion mm. on a larger scale uh, that the very the wood the trees everything mm. might have done something much more impressive different or amazing and and with that i don't think i actually will go to tide not that i don't trust him but just bringing this to the steel cloud versus also telling everyone about it because of you know the the baron's um what's the term boyer fletcher 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 yeah. knows well, about um like this stuff too then it's everyone knows about it. So maybe this is something that the steel cloud has a bit of an upper hand but, knowing about it first. And as it is right now, it probably would be because of you know, Beckett Reeb being steel cloud yeah. and uh, Larkin Sook being steel cloud. And you, you're probably the only three people that know about it outside of Zellin and Boris at this point. Yeah. So I won't uh, pursue that with, uh, with Tide, but I will um, like just take the information, like whatever they can get. And maybe I'll be messing with this when we're on the road okay. and just uh, using them myself to see what I can craft with them. And I don't think you mentioned that before, but you could go to Tide. I think you already have them and have the, the basic tools necessary for... Yeah, you've been doing it yourself. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's all good. And that would be... Make a note then that those particular Apple uh, Wisp arrows uh, or Apple, Apple Wisps to make arrows is right now a steel cloud secret. I will do. Oh, that could be a... Mm, that could be a good way to recognize other steel cloud people, but could also out them. Yeah. So, Boris, next thing you wanted to do? Uh, was seeing the uh, Volkovs before I depart. So when you go to their their residence and... They're staying at House Alexander, right? That's right. Yeah. So then are you going to do this completely formally that you're going to send you know, note requesting um, a, uh, a visit that you want to have what's tantamount to an audience or are you simply going there and knocking on the door? I am honestly inclined to do this kind of informally. Okay. Um, that I, I want to approach the Lady Volkov less as a potential political ally and more as future mother-in-law. <laughs> okay. She's so happy. Her daughter's now engaged to the Baron I instead of just is, the second yeah. son. That when you get there and knock on the door yourself that the, the person that's answering the door seems a little startled. Go ahead and do an insight. Yeah, I figured. Uh, he would dare dirty his own knuckles on 15. our door. <laughs> right. Why is your door dirty? <laughs> <laughs> or were your knuckles. So <laughs> when he opens the door, he steps back and he says, uh, my Lord, please, uh, please enter. And doesn't know, you can tell he plain old doesn't know because you outrank the lady of the house right now that doesn't know if he should just escort you directly in 
or send you off to a waiting room because there's been no preparation made for this at all? Um, I completely just skip that and step into a waiting room. Okay. Yeah. So you go into the same parlor you were, you were led yeah. to before. Um, that when you get there, then he would nod and say, thank you, my Lord. And you know, he closes the, the, the door and uh, goes off into the building. And then it's just a few minutes. You, she made you wait for a good long time <laughs> when you were here before. And it's within just a few Stations. minutes yeah. that you are um, escorted and announced into, uh, into her parlor. Um, and then she stands um, and she says, my Lord Morskman, please, please come in. Thank you. I wanted to inform you that I'll be leaving the city soon return to Warland and then from there home. I wish I could go to home once more. It could be years before I ever see the, the North again. I wish I was returning under happier circumstances. And she takes your hand and says, I am so pleased with how things have turned out for you. I'm so sorry for the loss of your father and your brother, uh, but I couldn't imagine that, that Morskman would be in better hands than yours at this critical time. You're too kind, my lady. And what are then your future plans once you return to Morskaven? Assuming a, my role as commander of my forces and then waging the Civil War. Uh, once that's handled, <laughs> to put it mildly. And then my daughter? Marriage, of course. How soon? I'd want as soon as possible, but likely that will be after the war. Then and we are currently nominally on opposite sides of course and again um you wouldn't even do an insight on that um she recognizes exactly what side you're on she's on right yeah and you know that there is there's subterfuge going on yeah that that, that we're both that theosents but she's part of hevlerette <laughs> right that, that that you know she is in in name on the wrong side of it all mm -hmm. so the the next thing she asks of you would be then then once you've returned and the official announcement is made in Morskamen, you would be sending an envoy to my barony uh, to to initiate these these proceedings, or are we waiting for this marriage until this war has reached its conclusion? And then looks very serious. Assuming that is then, if it does not conclude the way you wish it does that you're still alive and in control of your barony. Indeed, that is the assumption, and one that seems somewhat presumptive in light of current circumstance. Then you, it's, then you it's a secret envoy. Indeed. that I think that would be best. Um, then we shall work out the details of that later. Excellent. And then she, she stands, signifying that even though, in a way, you're in charge, that she's... Yeah, though, by how I've acted, I've given deference. You have, you have, you're very, very reasonably to her family at her house. Mm. And then mm. you were escorted from the room. Mm -hmm. And depart. Okay. Head back to Jacob's place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're always welcome at my house. <laughs> Unless I break another statue. Unless you break <laughs> any more of my stuff. Yeah, I wonder, would it be worthwhile? It's not something that I would be directly uh, looking into, but just kind of opening it up to, I'm imagining the staff of Rothhouse is s staying with Rothhouse. It's not like now that I'm in charge of it, they're going to be s changing around leadership. Yeah. Right. Usually staff is considered part of the house. Yeah, yeah looking into, um, I, I don't remember how we left it with the underground city, if that's something that they might be looking into opening back up again, or at least a thing, where with it, since Rothhouse has that entrance into it, just kind of like, not telling them directly to go and do that, but it's like, if you guys were to do anything that would increase, you know, secret tunnels that lead to steel cloud things and whatnot, I'm not against that, giving them the, you know, the go, ahead to to do go, that. go ahead if that's something that they want to pursue. Okay, that would always be Carl Woodvane, of course, when it yeah. comes to doing things like that. I'm talking to the cook. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you but... want to go punching holes in the wall, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm okay with it, but I'm not not okay with I'm it. I'm very unattached to this one in particular. <laughs> and... Well, and, and a different point, there are plenty of staff. Actually, most of the staff is not Steel Cloud. Yeah. It isn't like the whole thing's a Steel Cloud. Ah. It's a, that he is Steel Cloud. And there might be a, another one or two that are there. But it is like the whole household is a household okay. of Steel Cloud. So um, it's, in the back of my, it's a coincidence, yeah. not a safe house. In the back of my head, I kind of knew that. But then also, like, I was thinking that, like, it would just be nice if it everyone It hadn't here... been confirmed. True. So, fair. Yeah, it had yeah. not been confirmed. That's very true. He He likes the idea of opening up an actual 
you know, underground tunnel again, moving through that area, we don't know what we'll find. And it might be best for us to lay low and not pursue that until we're certain that this Zrek movement has been pushed out of the city. By all means, only only do what you think is safe, but know that it, it could be beneficial and is perfectly okay with me. And he, you know, and you could, you know, talk into the night about your know, specifics about yeah. what you want to do. Um, but he asks you, I know that your mission with um, Zelenadar and the Lord Morskiman are your own and secret and not part of Steel Cloud. But as Steel Cloud, it'd be very good for us to know where you're going in order to offer support or even have the opportunity for support depending on how remote the area is. Now, that does bring up something that I was interested in looking into. This is David speaking. I, I, I wanted to see if there was any spellcaster who I know is directly um, with Steel Cloud, because I think Jacob, or at least is has been somewhat, with the, with the Eye of Ravis, is aware of scrying magic in some sense. Right. Finding out if there's someone within well, Steel Cloud. And Zongo's tower. And Z- oh, Zongo's tower. Yeah, yeah completely yeah, forgot. The giant crystal ball we can walk into. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> is, is there is there anyone that I know that would be capable or could be capable of uh, uh, casting that type of magic? Not locally. Okay. And uh, Carl Woodbane is very, very clear about that. That anyone that had that potential was captured by the Razia wizards and tortured and executed. Oh. And it led to... Or uh, inducted. Uh, it, it led it's to... A pity to waste a good wizard. <laughs> it led to the thinning of our ranks in this region. And that's why we had to play things very, very close to our chest. Are there other steel cloud that are in both the, the Corman Empire and the Confederate Duchies that could? Yes, most definitely. But in this region right now, no. Now okay. we can work on changing that, but... Yeah, and I, I explained to him kind of one of the things I was thinking of is knowing that uh, you want some sort of an anchor of, of talking with those people. I have no issue whatsoever. I don't know. This is David again. If this, if scrying like allows a, a saving throw or anything like that, it does. But uh, yeah. So, but knowing that um, I have this steel cloud emblem with me, uh, find someone who's able to do that sort of magic and use that to, for lack of a better term, keep tabs on me and us as we're moving through the Brim War. We will be doing what we believe and know to be good work that I have no problem with you guys knowing where we are, especially if there's a way for you to communicate with me that, hey, if you go 10 miles in this direction, you're going to find this town. And if you look at this particular inn, you might find some friendly, friendly people. Well, see what we're able to do. It might be a case of where the next time you turn to this region, something that is specific to you, if we're able to locate a spellcaster of that ability, that they're aware of something you're carrying. But to try to tell them about it without that firsthand experience to scry it, it might be better the other way. But we'll try to do that. There's a number of things you carry that are uh, unique in the world right now. That's true. And and that could be enough to identify you in a remote place. Okay. Anything else that anyone wants to do before you guys are making plans to depart? So this has been over the course of like four or five days. The last part of that Zelen with, uh, we should have said it, with Beckett Reed would have been a... um, what would the, the closest thing to a druid's ceremony spell? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she casts, I don't whatever, know. <laughs> whatever that is, that's what you'd be casting right now um, to, um, to reaffirm that place and uh, consecrate that ground. But then if your business is done, Time to wrap then, up, pack up, um, and get on they, out. Unless to, anyone came back to me to as a follow up on like that whole um, front for the steel cloud, I have. I'm not going to pursue that any further. If they're not ready to talk about it, I'm not going to force it on them. Yeah. So again, that late night conversation with uh, Carl Woodvane, who, when you guys put on your steel cloud hats, so to speak, mm-hmm. that he stops being like the chief steward and butler to the house, and you get the idea that when it comes to rank. That yeah, he ranks well me. outranks oh, yeah. you. Yeah, that that uh, the 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 role flips in that. It's a it's an interesting conversation, but uh, that he does say that they are going to wait and they will try to communicate as this is developing, so you can make benefit of that network. Okay. But they're not going to pursue that until the Zureks have been thinned in this region. Yeah, in that case, uh, yeah, Jacob is ready to finally get back to the woods. Yeah, really. It's been a <laughs> yeah. long, uh, long just time. Just making sure we retrieve all of our gear, including the Eye of Bravos and the Trunk Yes, of the going back to Johan Street, getting all the stuff out of Lemon Secret Zest. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a t-shirt there. I love it so much. <laughs> and just before I forget um, how I am adjusting what I'm attuned to, I am no longer attuned to the circuit of blasting. Oh, uh, because, yeah, because the hammer. Well, yeah, my options are getting rid of the ring that's a fantastic thing to have, or my other ring that's a fantastic thing to have, or not attuning to the hammer. Yeah. So, yeah. No, <laughs> Who needs the special stuff? Yeah, circuit... <laughs> Yeah, the circuit's out because I like having a 20 armor class and I like having five additional levels of spells. Well, and on the, the one occasion you went to use it, it, it didn't work as, uh, I think, cracky, cracky, I've used it twice. Just it was twice. okay the second time and I mostly missed the first time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the reference you were looking for was Sparky, Sparky, Boom Spark, Man. Sparky, Boom Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of the Ring of Spell Storing, yeah. I am casting um, a Protection from Evil and Good and two Branding Smites. Okay, so let's say it's been Into it. five days, perfect. Five days since the conversation that Jacob had, or rather that Boris had with um, with uh, the ambassador, that Vedran um, uh, Yanovich, he sends a runner down to Rothhouse uh, announcing that he's, um, he's prepared, everything's prepared, and then it's about two days later when you guys are all done, and you coordinate it, they have the entourage together, and you are all in procession, ready to leave the... Uh, leave the city yeah. any last communication with uh, miles fleetwood from any of you um more or less whatever salute and farewell he'd address he'd be giving before we depart our palace okay and in our procession yeah out. i never felt very close to him i think we can just and his uh, his <laughs> his parting comment to you like across these people uh that are you know gathered right there mm -hmm. uh is that um he looks forward to uh the opening of the new treaty negotiations as do i and uh he, you can just see the dollar signs go <laughs> uh, in his eyes yeah, right. uh <laughs> and then jacob as you are leaving as, as you're turning the riding in that direction that you note that periodically in the people that are lining the streets uh that there are people that do the eso uh, the esoteric symbol uh not not actually like the, uh, a handheld symbol, but the symbol in the air, the hand sign of what is the primary one of your hand okay. signals. And that is identification and recognition that steel cloud. Oh, and you do realize that it's like, like every other street or so, there's a somebody that wow. nobody around them, they make that symbol. And you realize sometimes that there's a husband, wife, they're arm in arm, they're waving to the people passing by, the saviors of the city, and she's making a symbol with her other hand, and the guy has no idea oh, she's man. even doing that. And you get those, just the whole way out of it. That, That's awesome. That like, it that already runs pretty deep here very in the city reassuring. that way. Yeah. I, for whatever reason, my mind, as soon as you said, and Jacob, I was like, oh, am I going to be making a role that no one else is looking for? The one name that popped back in my head, because I just I glanced at my sheet and of all the names that I've written down, I thought I was going to notice, of all people, Londar Kabir. Like, the person who led us through the underground streets, like, sitting there, and he's waving at me, too. And I'd be like, oh, that, that's the guy! But, like, I, I don't know why that popped into my head just now. Uh, go ahead and roll an investigation. I, I would love to do that, because if that happens, natural, too. Um, yeah, so... He might come into the story somewhere else. Okay. You don't know. Didn't pop a, up in your four? conversation. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> right. Okay. No. And then you guys are now exiting Karnkeldly. Finally. Where you've lived for whatever. <laughs> it's been like a month or something in game time. Yeah, it's right. A, Getting close to. Yeah. Yeah, a I'm long time. Yeah. Long time here. Yeah, no. We're now leaving Irina Radabaugh's city. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, just outside the gates, Irina Radabaugh with her trained bears yeah. and her bow over her shoulder. Standing on top of the gate like the Colossus Looking of like an Amazon, yeah. And she just gives you Thanks all, all wave. Thanks for letting us stay. Yeah. That's right. Oh, it's fantastic. And if you try and take over, we'll come back and knock your tower down too. Yeah. <laughs> and we're on the road. Yeah. Right, so, wow. Yeah, back out of the city. long but, in real life, few months. Yeah, yeah that right. was a, that was a long chapter two to put it in that context. So, but that was a pretty exciting place too. It does feel good to be out there, and I would think that Zelen and Jacob feel it the most when you're back out among the For trees. Sure. You probably felt it when you guys were out when you were out with uh, Beckett Reed digging up those holly plants. You're mm -hmm. like, oh, <laughs> yeah, trees and leaves and the things. feel of the dirt under my fingernails. Yeah, and now you're like, oh man, the feel of the dirt under my fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> So at least it, I'm riding this time. Yeah, yeah. that you are traveling uh, north, northeast, and at probably a 
fairly slow pace that no one seems to be in that much of a hurry to to be heading up oh we didn't say it specifically but we did stop by larkin silks we did pick up all the stuff that yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah i did say it specifically okay, yeah. you did, okay. Yeah, yeah, you, i didn't say it specifically you, you do have never <laughs> you do have both yeah. of those i've got the eye of bravas and the trunk items. of a tree yeah. you got both of them on you i do have both okay. of them on me and you proceed uh you proceed northeast it'll take you uh, moving slowly three, four days, something like that to head up in that direction. So anything you want to do in that way, we'll assume you're getting the same spells ready and stuff like that. Hey, before we get too far, let's stop by and see Ogden Vale because we've got Jacob's house we can stay in. We can stay in my house too. <laughs> All right. And that might be why we're taking longer than the two days it took to get to, um, Karn Keldley yeah, from Yeah, we're going to... Let's go visit uh, Zellin's Check house. it right, out. What, get what some introductions in. Yeah, so we could have... Yeah, Ogden Vale. You would find out where that is and how to get to it. Yeah. Uh, and with all of your skills, go ahead and... Uh, no, you wouldn't even need that. So, yeah, you can follow the, the links like and the road. Skills like a map. The road. That, right, yeah, the road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think this is a road. And it was the Baron's hunting lodge. I know, it can't be that far away. That the, <laughs> well, and it can't be that secluded. <laughs> yeah, Barons don't generally go like wait to the, the lonely cabin in the middle of the woods somewhere. Yeah, they're not rangers. So it is only by about like, you know, uh, 40 minutes away, you know, less than an hour to get to the lodge itself. But again, once you're up into the Brimroar proper, because Karn Kelly, you know, as a city is in the Brimroar, it's like just the only paved area of Brimroar uh, <laughs> that's you know been done since, you know, the, the Kremlin Protectorate that it is a lovely area. You're going through, um, you know, coniferous and deciduous forest, uh, rolling hills. There's uh, streams cutting through it. And when you get to the lodge itself, it, it looks like you could fit every hut in Gryon in this place. It is, it is very, very good size. If you're to put a different, you know, look on it, probably somewhere around um, like between uh, four or 5,000 square feet in the lodge itself. Wow. And looks very much like man cave kind of lodge. How do the gardens look? Uh, poorly tended. Um, all right. Well, so one of the things that I'm going to direct is to find the gardeners and tell them to hire help if they need help, but the gardens need to be kept in much better shape. Yeah. So the people are probably there are all churned up just because they didn't expect you to be here. Uh -huh. uh, the appointment had preceded them, <laughs> uh, preceded you that uh, there was a new, you know, ownership of the house. It's been, uh, you know, reacquired. Uh, but they've always worked for for the Baron, so they, you know, they always had to keep it in a certain way. But it was very much. You walk into it, and it's like Gaston lived there. Oh uh, Lord! That it, it does have a very man cave kind of flavor to it. So. I can imagine you're there for a couple of hours giving direction about like, you know, pull that down, tear this out, redo yes. that, open some windows, yes. build a window. Quit using antlers in all of your decorating. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my But heavens. it is a lovely, lovely, the stuff bears and lovely all that place. Other stuff. There's well, enough it will be when I'm done with it. There's right enough now. open ground too that you could already see making, you know, like a, a circle of hollies and oaks, a lot of, a lot of land nearby that you could uh, take advantage of. Is there anybody who I could do? Can you? Can you teach people quickly to communicate using the bluebirds? Is no. that something I could teach them? Well, I'm just thinking that then they could keep in touch with me, assuming they don't kill the birds. Um, but no, okay, well, never mind. If, if the uh, way that they use the uh, tent of the garden is any sort of an indication, I would right? say they'd probably kill they'd the probably birds. probably eaten them and stuffed them and put them in their They're decor. They're not savages. I don't know. Um, you take a five-minute walk outside of Karn Kelly and everyone's feral. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, so, you know, so it's it's moving in the direction that I need it to move into, but... This will be a process, I can tell. It, it would be, right. But it, it is good to know where the place is as a touchstone if you guys need, but be, you know, kind of a safe house itself. Yeah, yep. It's a very nice one. All right, then, On so the you spent again. the better part of a day there. Yeah, so yeah. it would take, you know, back out to uh, the main road heading north. So if there's nothing else happening there... Uh, yeah. What random encounters are you rolling? Who is going to mess with us? Well, that's it. Bugbears. I don't, I don't yeah, think anybody yeah, right. would. Yeah. Very, very stupid. <laughs> I bug think bears. the word got out that bugbears just leave you guys alone too. Yeah. Or it's the bug. It's the uh, paladin bugbears I was trying to create all those episodes ago. Yeah, and they're coming to thank you, and then we kill them because they're bugbears. Wow, <laughs> racist, bud. Well, I mean, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> Add about four days from the time you've left the city itself that you are approaching the very, very familiar land and terrain that leads you up to where the rivers split at Warland. Hey. And you are, without any other comment, you are heading into the city itself. You barely recognize it. 
the last time you were here, there was already so much construction going on. that it was like a tent city and timber houses and buildings being built all around the well-established area of Orland. And that's grown by three or four times that it is uh, quite the the metropolis to get into now. Relatively speaking. Relatively speaking. It's nothing to, to a car in Kelly, nothing at all. But it is much, much larger than it was before. Fortifications looking kind of buildings or like houses and shops and... There are outer earthworks and hmm. beam uh, projections that you could see that they are working on building a palisade out and around the whole thing. And that construction is going on as well. So it is being fortified the entire town where the town was not fortified before at all. It right. was just the, the castle like toward the center of it to one side. Boris, how do you want to go in now that things have changed for you? I mean, for Jacob and I, we're pretty much still the same people, but you're a whole different level. Yeah. Want some runner ahead to announce you, I'm guessing? Uh, that'd probably be the best. And then I, additionally, with the ambassador returning as well. You guys don't have like Tim and all the guys anymore. I know. That, what do yeah, we yeah. Yeah. But I, I do have a bunch of knights on you horseback. Do. Yeah, you like, do. We did joke cavalry. about taking any of them with us, Evans, but I guess we never you. did. <laughs> yeah. Evans, all right. All right, so... I have no idea what... I referred to one as, I don't know how many episodes ago. Paul? It doesn't no. matter. It do, yeah, yeah, it doesn't. We so, gotta find a new Tim, though, as soon as we get into Warland. Then, <laughs> as you're approaching it, you could right. imagine that uh, your word goes back and forth, that there aren't a lot of uh, nightly entourages that, are, that travel back and forth on the road right now. And that when you are just reaching the area of what's actually a second palisade that's been built further in, it looked as though the original city, the, the original expanded city, was having a palisade built around it. And the work on that seems to have stopped. And now they're building this one further out. Hmm. So if they continue both of them, there'll be a couple of rings to the, the town itself in, in these wooden palisades, then the castle in the middle. So it's very fortified. Very fortified if they... The complete it all right now. You, you could take a whole cavalry unit just you know right up to the castle without yeah, even stopping sure, at all. But but along the road, yeah, it's right there. Uh, and you are stopped and challenged. And it says uh, you know you know welcome to the city of Warland. Uh, and then somebody behind him says Warland Tun, and he's like yeah whatever, um, as though they're working on making a name change to the place. <laughs> and insight on the yeah whatever. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. Ah nine. No, no. <laughs> you, know, you probably go <laughs> and just laugh. That can't believe the guy actually did that. Nice, but the the guy stepping out, he's um, you know in in front of uh, you know, you guys riding up. That he doesn't look in any way happy to see you, greet you, might even know who you are, but uh, is definitely holding to his orders. That nobody that looks like of a certain type, like not just carrying you know pulling a cart of something grain in from some other place that you look like you, and you've been commanded to stop. I am Boris Kirsanov, Baron of Morskeman, Knight of the Key, and Escort too. and I name one of the ambassadors' names because <laughs> I forget. <laughs> we got to come up with an easier name for that guy. <laughs> um, yeah, so when you turn to him and just look, go blink, 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 I he goes, can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Vedran Yanovich. Yeah. <laughs> Boris knows his name. Yeah, I know. Victor know. does not. I know. So. Vinny. Um. <laughs> No, his name doesn't matter anymore. We're giving him back. He said, welcome. We've been anticipating your arrival. Uh, proceed to the castle with escort. And they don't seem to really respect the fact that the cavalry unit, the small unit that's with you, is their cavalry unit that is escorting you. It's almost as though they themselves are being treated differently. So everybody roll that insight yeah. uh, with, with that note. Can I do a siege craft instead, attest, uh, assessing the morale of soldiers? Um, that, that, I think it's more of a construction-y thing. That's more of a the physical build-o stuff. So, it's, we made it up, so yeah, it's whatever we want. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep insight down now. for yeah, reading yeah, no, their, I'm just reading arguing their face. A plus eight versus a plus two. I got a 21. I got less than that. Uh, yeah, I'll take a 16 for an 18. 14. All right, so it actually sounds pretty good all around that you do believe that they have been waiting very specifically for all of you and that they are not trusting this cavalry unit that's been with you all this time. Huh. That they don't know exactly allegiances there. And okay. uh, so yeah. and you're the, the, so the ambassador was very right. Yeah, and you note, too, that your own cavalry escort is also aware of it mm. that they're they're not getting any like highs or waves or good to see you guys that they're looking at each other like you know what do we do you know <laughs> why is this this way 
So that escort, you know, the escort for the escort, they look as though they're, they're suspicious about the whole thing. They just, they don't want to even take this assignment, yeah. but they do take lead and then half of their numbers, there's eight out front and eight right behind all of you. Wow. They, they take that rear guard position too. And they seem really serious about it as they're holding it and they keep it at a slow rank uh, and they're keeping it so your own cavalry couldn't maneuver well, that they couldn't break out unless they go through them. So it, it's a very defensive position. Weird. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. but as you they do, say, you can't go home again. Yeah. And home's very different in this case. So, yeah. but then as you get through the town itself and it does take more time, but again, it's still a fairly small, large town, small city that the Baron Roderick Cutler isn't even in the castle. You can see that he is in uh, a pavilion field area and it looks like he's doing drills with some knights that are there right now. Huh. He's actually himself drilling or he's observing? He is actually drilling too. Huh. That that he's mounted, he's in armor, he's with this guard, and uh, there's a dozen of them. And then uh, a, a rider, one of the riders that you're escort, uh, sprints on ahead and um, they're having conversation. And then he and this whole group of knights he's training with uh, all ride back as one unit. And it looks pretty sharp as they as they come riding back together again. Yeah. So this has been display of power after display of power. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just yeah, just back to back to back, and uh, and he, uh, he lifts up the visor in his helmet and he's all smiles and he's uh, you know welcome you know welcome back to all of you. I understand that your your mission to the south worked very well for you, uh, Vedran Yanovich. Uh, you are dismissed. Please into the castle and we'll meet in just a few minutes. And as he's saying that, he doesn't even look at Yanovich. He's eyeing the three of you the entire time. Yeah. Um, and and <laughs> right says, back at him. Uh, please uh, dismount your horses. I think not. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, is his force postured as a potential threat? Uh, no, you wouldn't gauge that he's about to charge or anything like that. Uh, do an insight on him. Me That's too. all of you, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm really good at insights. 14. 18. Um, you see yeah, the, the 14 and the 18. Uh, the, you believe that he wants to be the last person on the horse. He wants uh. to be in the highest position before anything proceeds from here. <laughs> it's, yeah. just, it's just the last person clapping in the audience. That's yeah. all he... Okay, all I'll, right. I'll dismount. Yeah. All right, so then as you do, and of course, yeah, you know, your guard does, um, his guard stays mounted... Uh, and then he himself dismounts like you know, they don't matter in that little display just now. Uh, and he comes forward and he greets your hand. He takes your hand first to Zellin um, and says, he's still up on his horse. No, no. I said he oh, dismounted. Okay. He his guards didn't. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, and he says, um, my lady Zellin, Adar, uh, if you would reconfirm your fealty to me. Did I ever confirm my fealty to him? Well, you were granted to by his, his father, father uh, an appointment of noble status. So you were, in essence, like one of his... That was that torque you were wearing. Noble people. Yeah. Let me think about how... Um, uh, uh, something like to the extent that as, as our missions overlap or... I mean, because I'm not saying that I'll do whatever he wants. There's no way. I got my own mission. But I'm so, also so not what, gonna... do you, what do you say then? How do you want to train? I don't know. <laughs> um, don't worry. Um, Zelen has also been put on the spot here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she looks him so I don't know. Come back to me. <laughs> Pass. Get, um, get as, a, as a guest in your home, um, you know, I, I, will, I will, of course, respect being a guest in your home. Uh, you recognize that he would probably need more commitment, um, that uh, you are not a knight. He wouldn't order you into combat. But he wants to know that he can believe and trust you. Yeah, he can want that. <laughs> <laughs> can want in one hand. And, <laughs> uh, and he just simply says, we shall see. Uh, and then he turns to uh, Jacob and uh, says, Lord, I, I, Lord Treadstone. I mirror his smile that he's giving me right back at him. All right. And uh, reconfirm your fealty to me. Uh, what's the right term? Lord? Yeah. Yeah. Baron. Uh, Baron, yeah. My lord, I, I, I intend so long as the relationship between you and I is the same as m myself and your late father, I will serve you the same way I served him. And that he's, he takes very, very well. That, that seemed much better than, hold please. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and he turns to those that are assembled, which is really just, you know, 
all the cavalry escorts. Uh, and he said, I hereby create you the title Lord of Gryon. Oh. And he says, and award you 500 acres of the area of Gryon. You are now that town's lord. All right. Um, and then he turns to Boris and he says, uh, Boris Kirsanov, uh, Baron of Morskman, reconfirm your fealty to me. Baron Cutler, you know I cannot. No more so than you would affirm fealty to me. Um, and he smiles a broad smile. Um, and I do not. <laughs> and with those insights you had before. Yeah, it was uh, actually insulting for yeah. him to ask. You know, it is, it is daggers. It yeah. is daggers back and forth. Hammers right back. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> but of course, he, uh, he says, of course. And as you are a baron, uh, you are a knight of the key and always welcome in this barony, my lord, Baron of Morskamen. But the knights that are around him, the people are there, that if he snapped his fingers, it'd be combat right now. And with that, Act 2 is almost to its close. Continue to check in weekly as we start Act 3 and the restoration of the trunk and the quest for the leaves of the Adley tree. Send us your questions and ideas on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Empire's Edge. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so at subscribestar.com slash the-empires-edge. Thanks. <laughs>